Praise the Lord. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. This message is from the Glory Life City Church, where our man of God, the Apostle Francis, reveals the deep heart of God for the new creation in Christ. Glory Life City Church is a mandate from God to dispense the glory of heaven in the new creation in Christ, cultivating the apostolic heart of God in the intimate bond of fellowship, love, and power. Join in as the Apostle Francis takes us into the Word of God. Destiny on trial, part four. And it is positioning for success in destiny. Positioning for success in destiny. Part four, destiny on trial. How to position yourself for success in destiny. There are a lot of people, their problem is they don't know how to get things done. Glory to God. But today you are living here with such impartation of wisdom, you will not miss it in destiny. In Jesus name. Am I speaking to somebody I told? I thought you will not miss it in destiny. In Jesus name. Let's go to Joshua 1 verse 8. The book of Joshua chapter 1 verse 8. The book of Joshua chapter 1 verse 8. It says, this book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then, say for then. Yeah. Only then will you make your way prosperous and you will have good success. Hallelujah. You will observe to do according to all that is written Therein, you will observe, you will watch, you will be intentional. Glory to God. Success is not an accident. Are you with me? Success in destiny is not an accident. It says you will observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then, that means that it is conditional. It depends. The, the, the success, the prosperity depends on this one. When you watch, you observe to do. Glory to God. Success in life and destiny is a, is a possibility to every human being provided that you are willing and obedient to the principles of God that are set in place. 
The Bible says in the book of Isaiah chapter 1 verse 19. It says that he, come now. The verse 18 says, come now and let us reason together. For though your sins be as scarlet, the Bible says that they shall be as white as snow. And though they be red like crimson, they shall be as wool. So the invitation of God or the operation of God for our redemption or for our salvation is solely by God's provisions of mercies and grace. But right after this invitation, he says that if you will be willing and obedient, you will eat the good of the land. So the invitation into the presence of God is solely on the mercies and the grace of God. But to partake of the good in the land is dependent on your willingness and your obedience. Salvation is free. Success is not free. So, the fact that you are saved, and that is the problem of a lot of Christians, the fact that you are saved does not automatically qualify you for success. The same scripture, by God's own divine decision, he says that though I know your sins, they are red as scarlet, I know, but I will wash you. I will make you clean. Hallelujah. While we were yet sinners, he sent for the son to die for us. Without anybody's prayer asking for salvation. He himself sent his son. So salvation is free. But it does not equate success in life. He said that if you are willing. If you are what? If you are willing. And if you are obedient. You can be saved. Yet you are not obedient. If you are willing and if you are obedient, not only will you be saved, but you will also eat the good of the land. Hallelujah. That is one of the reasons why a lot of Christians think that, oh, oh because we have come to Christ, we are praying. Ah, now that I have become born again, I will succeed. You will be a fantastic failure. Hallelujah. May it not be so for you. Salvation does not equate success. To be successful, there are things that you must do. The passion of God, the love of God is for our salvation and redemption. The power of God is for our empowerment in this life to do according to the abilities of God. But there is yet what we call the principles of God. They are what determines a man's lot in this lifetime. The principles of God. Say the principles of God. So to be able to succeed in destiny, there is a reason why there are differences in people. There is a reason why there are levels in people. And it has nothing to do with how you were born, where you were born, or who raised you. It has everything to do with your disposition, your contribution to your life. Everything else can be right. If you bring zero, it will run everything else down. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Are you with me here? You know, I was, I, I remember I was talking about how to whom you are born does not necessarily or automatically determine success. And some people are saying, no, no, no matter what, if you are born to the world's richest man, it, that you cannot be a failure. I said, how many of the children of the rich men do you know? 
A lot of them have 10, 12, 3, 4. But we all know 1, 2, 1, 2. Ask yourself, where are the others? Hallelujah. You only know one. You just go to faith. If you should ask how many children does, you know, you know that they have children everywhere. But how many do you know? How many are, are walking at least, even in the shadows of their father's success, you will have only one or two. To whom you are born has little to do. That is why it does not matter who you are. You should never count yourself out. God has a plan and a purpose for your life. Shout it, I cannot fail. Amen. Are you with me? Yeah. It is very possible you can walk in your entire lifetime and you will never meet the child of any successful person. Does that mean they don't exist? Success has nothing to do with who gave birth to you. It has everything to do with what you add, what you bring to the fact that you were born by a great person. Glory to God. There are a lot of successful people who are hiding some of their children because of the shame they bring to them. Amen. Are you with me here? So it is not the fact that you are born by a successful person. Success is not a family inheritance. Glory to God. Are you with me? Success is not a family inheritance. <laughs> There are principles that we must follow diligently. And today I'm going to talk about just two things. Only two things that I believe if you get them right, your chances of success in destiny is like 98%. Hallelujah. I said, I want to bring you to a place by the grace of God. You will know. Nobody can convince you that you will fail. Nothing will make you ever think. That you will not make it. No matter what. Let the whole world mention your name and say all manner of things. When they are done talking, you will show them the next thing. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Two laws that positions us for success. If we know how to manage. If you know how to apply them. How to correctly apply them. If we know how to accurately apply them. We will always be properly positioned for success in life and in destiny. We will always. Glory to God. We will always be properly positioned because success has very little to do with what you are able to do. It has more to do with who you are and what you are. If who you are and what you are are correctly aligned, what you do will have value. Are you with me here? Hallelujah. Who you are, you know, a lot of time when we go to the markets, the differences in the price of the same thing is not the thing, it is who did it. Are you with me here? It's the same thing, but who did the name, the tag on it, will determine how much it is sold for. And in our generation, we don't just wear clothes, we wear brands. Hallelujah. You know, sometimes when you wear some of these, when you watch some of these fashion shows, they don't ask you, uh, what clothes are you wearing? They, they ask you, who are you wearing? I've never heard those things. They ask you, who are you wearing? They say, I'm wearing Gucci. 
I'm wearing a awotima. I'm wearing uh, what again? Polo. I'm wearing Nike. I'm wearing Adidas. Hallelujah. Some of some people are wearing Puma. <laughs> are you with me here? That's who. It's not what. It's who. So success has to do with a personality, a being first before an activity. A lot of times, what brings weariness, what brings frustration is that we, we master activities and we lose a hold on who we are supposed to become. We, we learn how to do things and we don't learn who to become. Are you with me? How many of us just by association or by uh, 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 consistent exposure we can administer drugs to ourselves based on condition, isn't it? We just know when you have pain, you know what you know. You know that you need to buy painkiller. You don't go and buy antibiotic. Is that not it? It's as simple as that. But knowing what to do and going to do it does not make you a doctor. So activities, no matter how accurate they can be, their values are derived from personality. Amen. You can go to this local park here. You know, when we were young, we used to have local. Nowadays, this, all these things have spots. Uh, Sunday afternoons, all, all the places that people gather are bars and clubs. When we were younger, Sunday afternoon, we gather at park to play football. Amen. That's why for a long time, Ghana is not producing any good player like that. Because now all the weekends are for bars, bars and clubs. Gone are the days when the weekends were for football. Community against another community, isn't it? Or some of you didn't grow to see those things. Community versus another community. Then you will play it. The winner will also go to another community. And be, by the time you, we are done, you will get one dumb booty inside. But all we have is junkers. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Amen. But you see, during those days, we had friends who could. I, I had one of my friends. His name is Tutu. He can dribble everybody. But no matter how good he was, nobody paid him for dribbling. But the one who is a footballer, even when he is on the bench, they are paying him. Is that also? There are some people, if you look at the English Premier League, the whole season, they won't play there. They won't even get the opportunity to wear jersey. It's always the coach. But end of the week, their money is in their account. Alerts. Some of us can work all the works in this world. We will not get that kind of money. But somebody, by becoming something, by having a certain personality, a certain label, even though he's not doing the acts, they are paying him for who he is. Are you with me? In the journey of success in destiny, your objective is not what to do. That is secondary. Your objective should be who you are. Improving yourself daily. Upgrading yourself daily. Anything that you are supposed to do, work it from the perception of something that you are. 
Because who you are will determine the value of everything that you do. Are you with me here? Who you are. How many of us have been to workplaces where sometimes the kind of things a boss is doing, you can do? Isn't it? You can do. Sometimes they will go and leave. They will make you do their work. You will do it perfectly. Your pay will still be the same. Aha. Uh -huh. easy. By the one who went on leave, he will still be paid higher. He will be paid for that entire month for whatever he didn't do. <laughs> Hallelujah. Tell somebody, focus on becoming somebody. Tell another person, focus on personality. Yeah. It is who you are that determines the value you command. So a lot of these things that when, when we are teaching how to be successful in destiny, how to, how to live life, don't focus on actions. Actions. You know, when you focus on actions, that's where you will come to that place where you will now begin to, you know, complain. Oh God, I've done this. I've done that. I've done this. I've done that. I've done that. You know, that rich young ruler. When he came to Jesus, his focus was on things he has been doing. Jesus said, don't worry. It looks like you have perfected the acts. Let me give you one more thing which connects straight to what you are. The Bible says, after Jesus gave him that particular one, he said he went away offended. His personality revealed. He went away what? Offended. Just by that one instruction, who he was, came out. Hallelujah. So sometimes when we are teaching some of this, I'm just saying this because a lot of times after teaching all of these things, people now begin to, uh, they, 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 they derive a certain mathematics of life. And it is all about if I do A and I do B and I do C, D must happen. So they do A, they do B, they do C. And D doesn't happen. Zah, this thing is not true. How many of us can bear witness? Is that, no, no, this it doesn't work. Please, it works. But it first works for who you are. You must first become before you do. You must first what? So when we talk about showing kindness, it, it demands that first of all, you must be a kind person. Then the acts of kindness will have value. Amen. Yeah. An armed robber can have mercy on somebody and decide not to shoot. That's not make him merciful. He still remains an armed robber. He'll go and shoot the next person. Are you with me here? So acts don't define themselves. Personalities define acts. Glory to God. So having said that, let's go and do two, two laws that will bring success to anybody in destiny. Number one, I want to talk about the law of relationships. Say with me, the law of relationships. The law of relationships. The Bible said in Isaiah 34 verse 16, it says, seek ye out of the book of the Lord and read. It says, no one of these shall fail and none shall want her mate. For my mouth it had commanded it and his spirit, it had gathered them. None shall want her maids. The arrangement of God in life is such that everything has 
or is connected to a meat. Hallelujah. Everything is connected. Everything is paired. In some places, they call it the principle of duality. Everything is paired. Everything that exists is existing uh, essentially by the balance it has from another of its kind. Even when God created man, the Bible says that let us create man in our image and after our likeness. So it was necessary for man to exist. There must be a kind like that so that there could be a connection. It was necessary. So existence in life is made possible by the balance we derive in connection after our kind. Glory to God. Are you with me here? So anytime you want to maximize life, one of the fundamental laws you must understand is that life is not lived in isolation. Life is lived in connection. He says that none shall want him. The Bible says he puts the solitary in families. Praise the Lord. He puts the solitary in families. God does not work in solitude. Are you with me? In the economy of success, relationship is a currency. There are many things that you can get done without money, but relationship. There are many things you can command without money. The Bible says that come and buy without money. So money is not the ultimate currency in the economy of success relationship is. Look at something the Bible said concerning David and his relationship to Jonathan. In 2 Samuel chapter 9, verse 1, and jump to the verse 11. Then says Ziba unto the king, according, no, verse 1, chapter, chapter 9, verse 1. He says that, and David said, Is there yet any that is left of the house of Saul that I may show him kindness for the sake of Jonathan? David had a certain relationship with Jonathan. And that relationship became a currency that will allow um, Jonathan's son, his name is Mephibosheth, to have access to things that money could never have gotten him. And look at what happened. When they found Mephibosheth, Bible said that Ziba said unto the king, According to all that my Lord, the king, has commanded his servant, so shall thy servant do. Says that, as for Mephibosheth, say, as for Mephibosheth. Relationship is a currency. If you know how to trade it, you can buy anything. Are you with me? 
Hallelujah. I said, relationship is a what? It's a currency. If you know how to trade it, you can do what? You can buy anything. Glory to God. One of the things a lot of people don't understand is relationship. In the minds of many people, the only relationship they have or they know is father and mother, uncle, auntie, grandfather, grandmother. <laughs> Hallelujah. Are you with me here? And even that one is because those relationships are automatic. We don't choose them. How many of us, are, how many of us have chosen our uncles here? You grow up to, to discover all of them, especially during family gatherings. You go to funeral, then they will do introduction. You thought you had three uncles. You go for one funeral, then they add two. Now they have become five. One day you go for another wedding, and they will add one more. Say, <laughs> so this one, he doesn't normally come home. He comes once in 10 years. So here is your uncle. You can now update your list. <laughs> Hallelujah. To a lot of us, that is all that we know when it comes to relationship. But it goes beyond that. Amen. He says, as for Mephibosheth, there is a relationship that can bring a certain exemption. Glory to God. As for what? Mephibosheth. Said the king, he shall eat at my table as one of the king's sons. As one of the world. Of the king's relationship is a powerful tool that can unearth your potential, that can release you into your destiny in a way that no amount of hard work can do. Hallelujah. Are you, are you with me here? There are some of us, we are too lazy when it comes to relationships. Amen. Relationship is not just connection between people. Are you with me? Relationship eh? is not just connection between people. It is not just husband and wife. It's not just classmates. It's not just workmates. It is not just church colleagues. Those labels, we must grow above them. You must do what? Grow above them. Hallelujah. If your relationship is defined by a place, that relationship has an expiry date. Because you will not be in that place forever. So, some people, you call them your classmates. But that class has been dissolved a long time ago. JSS, class of 1994. <laughs> are you with me here? Relationships that are only defined by place, they are not functional relationships. You know, this one, you know, is my workmate. Workmate is not destiny mates. The one you are calling workmate is busily attending interviews you don't know. One day you go to where they won't come. Ah, where is this person? He has resigned. Are you with me? The workmate you are telling is my workmate. One day you go to work. Where is he? Say, Oko. Oko MTN. <laughs> Hallelujah. Our problem a lot of time is that we, we see relationships to be automatic. But relationships are not automatic. Relationships are carefully cultivated. They are what? They are carefully cultivated. 
We must learn how to service our relationships in order to derive the utmost benefits from them. Because relationship is a tool in the kingdom. Amen. Relationship is a what? It's a tool in the kingdom. And I'm going to show you some few things. Very important. Three things that relationship will do in relation to destiny. The first thing, and it is, it is, these are, these are positives. These are good things that relationships, proper kingdom relationships will do. The first one is that relationship determines the direction of your destiny. Relationships. The reason why it is a critical, fundamental law in the fulfillment of your destiny is that relationship determines the direction. Say with me, direction. Some of you, you never planned to be here as at last year until a certain relationship changed your direction. Are you with me? Some of you never thought you would be staying in Accra until a certain relationship changed your direction. Are you with me? Relationship determines the direction of your destiny. Look at this woman in the book of Ruth, chapter 1, verse 12 to 17. Ruth, chapter 1. So, Naomi, you know the story, I'm sure. Naomi's sons are dead. And they left behind them two daughters-in-law. And the Bible said, Naomi called them and said, Turn again, my daughters, go your way. Go to your father's house. All my sons are dead. You know, in those days, when a son dies, they can, they can give you another one. Marriage was very powerful. They save you all the hassle of proposing and saying, I'll think about it, I'll not think about it. KFC, nothing. Those days, they were not KFC, they were donkeys and horses. <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. They will save you, you will be there, you can be in the house, they will bring you one. If, if your brother dies, you know that automatically you, are, you have additional wife coming. So whilst you are crying, oh, my brother, you are looking at their wives. Uh, this death is a good one. <laughs> Hallelujah. But in this case, all the brothers were gone. There's no more brother for anybody. He said, turn, turn, turn and go to your house. For I am too old to have a an husband. And if I should say I have hope, if I should have a husband even tonight, tonight, and should also bear sons. Would you tarry for them till they were grown? Would you stay for them from having husbands? Says no, my daughters. For it grieved me much for your sakes that the hand of the Lord is gone out against me. It grieves me for your sake. Says and they lifted up their voice and wept again. And Opa, one of the daughters-in-law. Opa kissed her mother-in-law. That means that she left. But Ruth clave. Who did what? Ruth clave unto her. And she said, Behold, 
Thy sister-in-law is gone back to her people and unto her gods. You too, follow after her. And look at what Ruth said. And Ruth said, entreat me not to leave thee or to return from following after thee. For whither thou goest, I will go. Hallelujah. Wherever you go, I will go also. Where you sleep, I will also sleep there. Your people shall be my people. And thy God, my God. Where you die, me too. I will die there. <laughs> Hallelujah. And there will I be buried. The Lord do so to me. And more also, if all but death part thee and me. Look at the verse 18. Look at the verse 18. It says, when she saw that she was steadfastly minded to go with her, then she left speaking unto her. Jump to 19. I want to show you something. Verse 19. So they too went until they came to Bethlehem. She was supposed to go to Moab. But when she insisted that I will keep this relationship, the Moab turned to Bethlehem. Hallelujah. Relationships will determine the direction of your destiny. And if you are not smart, if you are not spiritual, I don't know what Ruth saw, which Opa did not see. Opa went back to Moab. Ruth saw herself in Bethlehem. And she was not just going to Bethlehem to have fun. Going to Bethlehem. For Naomi was a thing of shame. Because she had traveled. She had given birth. She had done a lot of things. But she went back home with nothing. And she was willing to endure that shame with her. Hallelujah. She knew what she was looking for. Glory to God. She knew what she was looking for. She was looking, she was going after a certain seed that has been promised. Amen. The relationships you give yourself to in this pursuit of destiny will determine which direction your destiny will take. Not every place is designed to welcome your destiny. Are you with me here? There are certain places when you get there, no matter what destiny God has ordained you with, you will have to suspend it by the rivers of Babylon. There we sat down and there we wept. When we remember Zion, he said that they could not sing the lost song in a strange land. They hanged their harp. Some destinies will not be accepted in certain places. You will be forced to look for an option, for an alternative. And there are a lot of us, our lives are actually alternatives to what they should have been because of who we decided to relate with. Hallelujah. Are you with me here? Your destiny will be given direction. By the relationships you keep. By the relationships you cultivate. The relationships you give your energies to. Amen. Are you with me? 
by the relationships you keep. Ask somebody, where are you heading to? Irrespective of whatever answer you give, the proof of that answer is in time to be determined by who you follow, who you choose to relate to. You know, you know uh, God has called me to um, go into international ministry. But all your friends, nobody has traveled outside Accra before. All, everybody around you. They don't have, they, they don't have, nobody has passport. They say, oh, passport process. God will prosper us in this land. Those are your friends. Hallelujah. <laughs> Amen. They tell you, um, you have a strong anointing. And God will, God will bring a man of God into your life. You will be what's of mommy. So, wow, amen. But all your friends don't like pastors. They will give you direction. Amen. Every pastor's name you mention, hey, this, have you seen this man? He says he likes me. I can't leave these people. I have a friend. He's a bank manager. What's of mommy? Very soon, you will be a susu collector. <laughs> Hallelujah. Relationships give direction to destiny. The direction your destiny takes will determine how it will flourish. No matter how good your intentions are as a farmer, no matter how innocent the millet seed is, if you plant it in Takrade, it will not flourish. It is not its fault. Neither is it your fault. It is a wrong place. You can pray, but in a wrong place, you won't flourish. You can do it. That is why I say that the matters of destiny is not just about actions, activities, but about a person. Hallelujah. Ruth said, I'm not going anywhere. After that story, we never heard of Opa again. Wherever she went, whatever happened, nobody knows. But another destiny took a certain direction. And that direction was worthy of a story. I pray that the direction of your destiny will be worthy of the story that people will be willing to talk about. In the name of Jesus Christ, any direction your destiny has taken, because of wrong associations, because of being in the wrong place, the evil places, the dark places, I pray for you. May the Lord redirect your steps. May the Lord change your direction. May the Lord reposition you in a place where your destiny will find fulfillment. Your destiny will find expression. In the name of Jesus, your destiny will find expression. I pray that you will come out of obscurity. You will come out of obscurity. You will come out of obscurity. Whatever has kept you in darkness because of someone you listen to, because of someone you align with, I am praying for you. Ah, for thy light has come. Relationships. Learn to protect one another. Don't be the one that the devil will use to attack someone that God is using to bless you. Protect. Amen. Do what? Protect. 
Protect. Let's, let's quickly go through the second law. The law of decisions and choices. Two fundamental laws that will position you for success in destiny. The law of relationships and secondly, the law of decisions and choices. Decisions are the choices that we make in the daily execution of our lives to the end that destiny becomes fulfilled in us. Nobody can escape the reality of decisions in his or her life. No matter who and what you are, you will always be demanded to make certain choices at certain points in your life. Are you with me here? You will have to make choices. You will have to make choices every day. You will have to make a choice. When to wake up, what to do in the day, what to eat, where to go. Glory to God. And those choices determine the progression of your destiny. Are you with me? Choices when accurately made will bring progress to your destiny. Choices when inaccurately made can slow you down or bring you to destruction. Every outcome of this life is traceable to a choice or series of choices that have been made. We have gathered here because of choices we have made. Are you here? Are you with me here? Every outcome in our life is traceable to a choice that we make. Or choices that we make. If you understand that life or everything that happens to you is a result of choice, you don't leave blaming people. You don't leave blaming what? No. Everything is a choice. Apostle Francis will be right back. We hope you're enjoying this message. We would love to have you fellowship with us. You can locate us at the Shalom Motors Junction Leshebi of the Ashaima Lungwa Highway for our Sunday Glory Celebration Service at 8 a.m. and our Prayer Line Service at 5.30 p.m. Welcome back to the message. To go to school is a choice. In fact, what cause to study, you choose. To even go and write the exam is a choice. You can say, I will not write. Hallelujah. Everything is a choice. If you behave as if you have no choice, you have relegated or you have delegated your destiny for somebody to manage. Are you with me here? Hallelujah. And apart from the choice of who to marry, which is very critical, four choices that are very important to determining the success of your destiny, which I'll quickly mention four choices. Everybody will have to make that choice. 
You can't run away from them. That's what you can't run away from them. You can only postpone them, but you still have to come back. I, I, I'm not talking about the choice of marriage. I have, I have separated that one. Because that one, you can decide not to marry. Amen. Hallelujah. You can decide not to marry. Don't, deciding not to marry can be a calling from God. Some of us, but the, but the Bible said that uh, there are some that God has made eunuchs. And there are some who make themselves eunuchs of men. So you can decide who marry. Yeah, Amen. Oh. Oh, you are the wrong person I'm talking to. <laughs> Hallelujah. But these four choices, nobody will escape it. Nobody. You can ignore it. Situations will bring you to a point. You'll have to make it. The first choice is the choice of the covering of your head. The covering of your head. It is the choice of which altar you connect your life to. It is the choice of your spiritual source of empowerment. You can say there is no God, no problem. But life will bring you up to a point. You must look for something bigger than you to connect to. Was it yesterday? Yesterday, I was looking at Twitter and I saw this young guy uh, what's his name? Yautor. How many of us know him? I tweeted and advising his friends that if you survive in Ghana music industry, you must be spiritually strong. How many of us saw that? Ah, yeah, I know Achu will, will, will see that. But that is that is his area. Yes, yeah, and when I was, when I heard it, I was laughing. I said, when, when, when probably you started and they were advising you that like, go and look for a man of God, you thought they were joking. You thought, you thought because you sow seed, they should go away. When they mafiaed you, you are coming to advise your friends. You can't escape this choice. If you see anybody great, ask them if they are working like that. If you see anyone, ask them, ah, please, oh. Are you working? So your money, is this all about hard work? I forgot to say, who they are briefing me, no better than the baby. One man of God, somebody came to him and he was telling us. A, a great man came. And the man, want, uh, he said, oh, you should pray for him. He, he should minister to him that he wants fortification. And when he looked at the man's hand, he saw that the man had charms inserted Said, ah, but Papa, say this, say this. I said, oh, mini, mini, pa, what do you have to say? 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 The choice of the covering of your head. Those are choices you will make that will determine the success of your destiny. Bible said, obey them that have rule over you and submit yourselves for they watch for your souls as they that must give account that they may do it with joy and not with grief for it is unprofitable to you. That means that if they watch over you with joy, the prophet comes to you. There is profit in it for you. 
Hallelujah. There is profit in it, what? For you. The choice of the covering of your hair. Who prays for you? Who carries your matter on his or her heart? Who intercedes? Who answers on your behalf in the spirit when the enemy is against you? In Zechariah chapter 3, the devil stood at the right hand of the high priest, accusing him. But the Bible said that the angel of the Lord answered the devil and rebuked him. Who is rebuking the devil for your sake? There are some of us, you now you don't pray. You too, you don't have anybody who prays for you. You are not connected to anyone, to any. You have not made the decision to commit your destiny, your life to a covering. You have not. Those are decisions everybody must make. You can postpone it, no problem. You will still get there. You have to make it. Amen. You will still have to do what? Make that decision. Number two decision that you cannot run away from is the focus of your mind. The decision of what you put your mind on to do. It is the decision of focus. What engages your mind? Some of us, we have not decided to give our life to a cause. To focus on anything. I used to say here, if you are 30, 32, 30, you are still act, waiting for, uh, you know, I'm believing God, I'm trusting God, I will do this. You keep giving excuses. You are, you are on your way to failure. You can be a prayer warrior, but you are failing. Hallelujah. Your mind should have been focused on something by now. You are too old to still be uncertain. Are you with me here? By 2021, at most, you should know that I am on this path. Glory to God. There is an interesting scripture. Let's read the scripture. In Kings, 1 Kings chapter 20. <laughs> Since, and as the king passed by, 1 Kings chapter 20, verse 39, as the king passed by, so there was a guy who had made a mess of his life. And his life was on the line. And look at what, is, what happened. The king passed by and then he cried unto the king and he said, your servant went out in the midst of the battle. And behold, a man turned aside and he brought a man unto me. And he said, keep this man. He said what? Keep this man. If by any means he be missing, then shall your life be for his life. Or else, thou shalt pay a talent of silver. <laughs> and have you seen? It? it says, and as thy servant was busy here and there. <laughs> Are you following me? As thy servant was busy here and there, the man was gone. And the king of Israel said unto him, so shall thy judgment be. You yourself have decided it. You yourself have done. He said that I was just busy. I was going here and there. Here and there. 
And then my can cannot tell my yewe can. And then my yewe. And then my hawk yewe. And then I'm Namasi. Or Chanama Fahasi. As I was busy, the guy was gone. The king said, You have decided it yourself. Those are nobody forced you. And he hasted and he took the ashes of. Where, where are we? We have jumped so quickly. Were we in, were we in 40? Okay. No, go to the next one, 42. And he said, Thus saith the Lord, because thou hast let go out of thy hand a man whom I appointed to utter destruction, therefore thy life shall go for his life, and thy people for his people. So not only will you go, but even your own people will pay for the price of negligence, for the price of losing your focus. One of the biggest decisions you will have to do, you can roam and roam and roam and roam. The frustrations of life will bring you to a place. One day, you will realize that you have to stick to something and do it. You can jump from one man to another, jump from one woman to another. You will get to a point. We all know this story. When a lady gets uh, when you are 22, ah, you have long legs, about 14 characteristics of the man you want. <laughs> then people will come, oh no, it's not my taste. You know, I'm a woman with class. Hallelujah. Then you are 27. The list will move from 14 to 9. 32. It's now 5. By the time you are 35, you just need a man, any man, any man. <laughs> Hallelujah. Are you with me here? You, life will bring you to a point where you will be willing to get something and give your best to it. Life will bring you to a point one day where you will realize that many options don't make life. You have to find one thing and then give your life to it. But if you find that thing earlier, you will be better off. Are you with me? Do our business. One day, I papa. This one dear. This year, dear. This year, dear. I'll do this one. Life will push you to that point. You can't skip it. You can give yourself whatever you know. You know, in life, you have to try. Just, you just keep trying. You keep trying, you keep trying. One day, you get to a point. You can't try again. You have to do it as it is. You have to do what? Do it as it is. Hallelujah. So, decide to focus on something. Decide to give your life to something. Amen. The decision of the labor of your hands is another decision you will make. Whether you like it or not. The decision of what to do with your hands. You can't be idle all your life. Amen. You cannot be idle all your life. One of the times I went back to uh, Taklad, where we come from, and there are people I knew when we were young. Any work they put them in, they will stop. Because, you know, where we come from, when you have an uncle, when you have a bugger, and then Every, sometimes every six months, every year, they will bring container with a lot of baller goose inside. And that's where you see big men when they are packing their things. Say, hey, for you to hey, this one, and they will be selling. And then you, they will have some dresses. And 
So they, they relish in those things. Because of that, they thought it would be forever. Until one day I went back, I started checking up on some people. And I realized that some of them have not decided, some of them, some of them were security men, some of them were, uh, one, one was a bouncer. You know bouncer? Uh, bouncer. And I learned that lesson. You can postpone this decision, but life will bring you to a place. You have to decide what you will do with your hands. You have to decide it. You can't keep feeding off people. You will get to that point. Your hands must be put to something. It is a decision. And that decision will determine the value of life you derive. See as thou a man who is diligent in his business. He shall not stand before mean men. But it will stand before kings. The work of your hands determine your value with people. Are you with me? Hallelujah. No matter how good you dress, the moment people get to know what you do, they, re they recalibrate their value for you. Have you realized those things? You can dress very well. So, wow, Charlie, you're looking good. Oh, oh. No, so the dressing is like your, uh, 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 the key that you open the door. You can go to a party. Then you, powerful suits. People are talking. Oh, hello, how are you? Yeah, oh, okay. Then we start talking. Powerful dress. So, okay, so what do you do? Um, I'm the CEO of this. Oh, wow, wow. You, what do you do? Oh, um, I'm the security manager. Like, security manager, security manager, what do you do exactly? Oh, yeah, I manage the doors and then the kids. So, like, so, are you trying to say you are, you are security officer? Oh, yeah, 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 security officer. Oh, okay. Oh, well, that's fine, that's fine. That's fine. Oh, what's on and what? Okay, I'm coming. Give me a minute. The work of your hands will reevaluate your value in people's mind. You can dress to impress when they get to know what you exactly do. The wit. So, ah. Either somebody gifted you their dress or you went to borrow it. Because now, whatever they have perceived, they are now coming back to weigh it again and decide whether they were right in that perception or they were wrong. Are you with me here? The work of your hands will define your value in destiny. No matter who you are, are you with me? No matter who you are. If there is any decision you have to be strong with, it is the decision of what you do with your hands. Don't settle for convenient job. Settle for a defining job. Because especially for a man, your job, the work of your hands is what defines you. It's not your beard. Your beard only makes you handsome. If you don't have it, you look like a woman. Amen. You're only a beautiful man. <laughs> Amen. It's a very beautiful man. Very beautiful. If you want to be handsome, you need beard to be handsome. If you don't have beard, you're only beautiful. What's that do? Are you beautiful? Cacao. <laughs> My brother, you look very beautiful. You even have a round face. <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah. Are you with me? The decision of what to do with your hands. And if you're a young person here, you should, this is the time you should start looking at your life and what you want to give your, this your life to. Are you with me? 
define who you want to be by what you want to commit your hands to. Some people are 35 years, 40 years. They, they have no definition because they have been uh, security kakra. They have been, they have been everything some. But you know something? If in this life you cannot be defined, your value will always be confusing. Amen. You, if you cannot be defined, your value, and what defines you is what you do with your hands. It's not what certificate you have. Glory to God. It's not what certificate you have. It is what to do with your hands. That is what defines who you are. You are a young lady. Look for something you can do with your hands. I'm not saying dressmaking. It is parts. But look for something. Hands doesn't mean that in Sanujuma, if you convert, if you translate it in Sanujuma, you know. But I'm not saying in Sanujuma. I'm talking about defining a labor for your life. Are you with me? Define a labor for your life. Very key. Very, very key. And one last decision everybody will have to take. I consider it one of the most critical decisions of life. The decision of the placement of your feet. The decision of the placement of your feet. Where you place your life. I mentioned the kinds of places that determines every man's destiny. You can live all your life in the place of convenience and amount to nothing. Some of you have got to live to a certain place. Are you with me? Hallelujah. Some of you, you have to defy every all and relocate yourself. There are some of you, you have not paid light bill before at the age of 28 because your mother loves you so much. Oh, don't go. There are three rooms here. What are, where are you going to? Leave. Leave. Are you with me? Let me tell you something. <laughs> Living is a prerequisite for things to locate you. As long as you are living in the shed of your father and mother, everything that should come towards you is earned by your parent. Are you with me? Hallelujah. God was blessing. Uh, Jacob, but it was Laban that was reaping the blessing. Laban knew it. He said, I know God has blessed me, but Laban has not prayed. Laban has no covenant with God, but he was claiming that God has blessed him because of you. Amen. Are you with me? There are some of you if not that we had to force you and bring you here, you will still be staying in your convenience zone eh, with all your friends, friends that you have seen for the past 20 years, and all of you, you are all the same. When you meet, hey, how are you? Charlie, fine, everything good. Cool, you are the boss. Oh, no, 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 you are the boss. 
Charlie. Yeah, boss. Oh, you are you are the big man. Oh. So no, no. Ah, me. Ah, you are the big man. So no, no. It's not me. It's you. <laughs> yeah, chairman. So no, no. About you are the boss. You are the chairman. Hallelujah. Twenty years. You are still within the same area. Nobody travels. The few who travel, they, after some few months, they come back. I said, ah, why? why? You have come back, so the job is not good. Leave them. Ah, this job that I use half of the salary for transportation, Accra. I can't live in Accra. Over here, I go here and come, three cities. Eh, hey, it's true. Let's sit here. We are one, we all know ourselves. We all know ourselves. Thank God some of us escaped. To date, all my childhood friends, they are still there. When I go there, I see them. So when I go, I have to swim. Because everybody has a bill for you. If you go and greet, greet, you greet, 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 greet. By the time you come, even your transportation is gone. <laughs> the place you position your life has an effect on your destiny. Are you with me here? Some of you have to leave your parents' house. Start saving money. Relocate. Leave. Go and rent. For the first time in your life, pay rent. And you will say, as soon as you finish paying, your understanding of money will change straight. Now, when you wake up in the morning and you are going to work, you understand what the eight hours stands for. We don't learn it in class. Life must teach you that one. You understand it? When somebody dashes you 100 cities, because you know you how much you have to work to earn 100, when they dash you 100, you'll be happy. But when you don't know what 100 cities means, and we dash you 100, say, ah, Papa, there. Because I'm in this guy, I'm not going to buy 100. I'm going to cry on for charges and count. I'm going to say 101. <laughs> Hallelujah. You have to leave. God bless anybody who has decided to be by himself or herself. It's very important. And not only that, but where you decide to place your life and say, I want to be here. I want to pitch my life in this household, in this spiritual place, in this spiritual household. I want to pitch my life in this society, in this location, in this, in this city. It's not everywhere we stay. There are some places when you go and stay there, that is the very first time in your life you will see certain evils you never imagined existed. I saw somewhere, people were, I think it's a meme, people were saying, one thing about God is that he will never allow you to stay in Castle unless you have offended him. That's how I was laughing. Hallelujah. No, I don't think God will let God do God. Will. God is that. No, no. But there are some places you don't stay. If you want to, if you want to live a certain life, there are some places you don't stay. No matter how much it costs to stay in the place you need to be. Go and stay there. 
Are you with me? No, there is no way your children are staying in compound house. And if God does not intervene, they will become responsible. I'm just, I'm not, I'm telling you the truth. Please, don't be offended. I'm telling you the truth. Was it two or three days ago we saw, we saw GIS prom night? Everybody was talking about it. I was just looking at this thing. So it is not a dressing, it's not a castle. It is the fact that their children, in their lifetime, when they say classmates, it is a CEO somewhere. You, your classmate, school, what's our page? You know what goes on there? Funeral uh, contribution. <laughs> Funeral contribution. <laughs> it's, it's not true. Wedding contribution. How much? 50 Ghana, 50 Ghana. And people will not pay. And then the administrator will be shouting, hey, two days more. <laughs> two days more. Hey, we are writing names. If it gets your turn, as if you want my father to die very soon. <laughs> Can I tell you something? One of my business friends is older. He stays in one of the estates in Achimota there. And he lost their mother. So, I think, uh, I think it was before the funeral. We were there, we were just talking. And then, he had a knock, so a neighbor came. So, oh, Dale, uh, they put on the platform that your mother's funeral is, I think, next week or so, 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 so. But unfortunately, I will not be here. I will not, I will not be around, so. I just wanted to bring you something small, since I will not be here. Me, me, that my, my ears. I was listening to everything. So when he came, we are fine, we are very close. When he came, I said, hey, the, the envelope was heavy, like 10 shekels of silver. <laughs> <laughs> so I said, hey, now funeral contribution is so sad, no? No, I said, oh, I said, yes, I'll. I said, yes, hey, Guess how much? Okay, in your wildest guess, guess, guess. Let me see how your, your environment can. <laughs> 10,000. What's up? My own eyes, Ghani Ghani. We counted 27,000. Wow. One person. This 27,000, where we come from? <laughs> your company you work in, they will contribute some. Your church will contribute. Every employee, no contribution. Ajekojo. No contribution. <laughs> Triple. They are coming to eat the food and go away. <laughs> they will come and say, ah, no. Nah. They will say, oh, they will follow you to the house and go and eat. 27. One person said, oh, I can't come. So you, I said, so this is how we do it here. So this, that's how we do it here. So I said, yes, I hope. So, oh, God. Like a month. <laughs> Hallelujah. No, that is the truth. There are certain places when you stay, there is no way your children will be vagabonds. It won't happen. No demon. The demons don't go there. The witches don't go. They don't go to Trasaco. They pass by Trasaco and they go to Majo. Because my job is be be brave. Hey, now, I'm going to TV game. I'm going to 
Pati se, di mo anu, du kla gwa hansi, oye, Você é um colar de namso. Ah, God save us. Eh? Please don't be offended. I know that wherever anybody is, you will live. You it's a progress. You are going forward. But I want to give you a reason why you should make it a critical decision. Critical decision. Hallelujah. Are you with me here? Live, live in places where your dreams will flourish. Not places where your dreams will be choked with the thorns of the neighbor's greed. You want to start a small business in some places. Oh, you started a, a, a food eatery. Oh, wow, that's powerful. Now, oh, I have some friends. Every time, they, okay, they, our friends, I'll invite them. Friday, Friday, we will come. I will host my friends here. Not another place. Hey, is that what you're doing? Hey, sir. I was saying, I'm going to come here. What do you mean? I'm share. That please leave. Please leave. Don't stay there. I'm th- there are, these are simple things that can make you small till you die. But no matter, Hansi. No matter how nice your food is, how you want to package it, make it nice with sticker, everything. Won't you mean to Won't you mean to Wakwa 15. 15 kwa or the 10 baba say 5 no boss man ba say. Of am bro. Who could dey tell one year na e dey egusu asem aba. Nte say wo bu eni kusu. But if you know we need kids we be nice one. Now I far on. Mutu we no wo do be bia. Your friend trust aku go inside one ma. Wait me out on the 50 Ghana. Because oh yeah, today I don't even feel like cooking. So bring me six for everybody. 50 times says 300. Wait me out there are places you stay I'm telling you as your pastor you will be small till you die amen amen I cast may the Lord lift you from where you are and place you on the mountain top. Mountain top near Chasaku. And he's legal on the cantonment. And yeah, a shama. Mountain to a valley. Now what's your shama? It's your own me for saying. No, so put you. What's your shama to like who beti me out of Sunata? No pack away. No, I'm telling you the truth. No matter how much they pay you in the workplace, that place will limit your thinking, limit your desires, limit everything. Because who will be And as of now I could pack you ashama. That you pack you stone in him. Now one nanti bear hundred meters to your house. Leave. You better do ties. <laughs> to do it. <laughs> Hallelujah. As simple as these things are, 
if somebody doesn't tell you, by the time you realize you are a fine guy, knowledgeable, but your destiny has been capped because of the location you have decided to place your life. Your destiny has been capped. Some people, where you stay, neighbors, when you are talking, you go, everybody is, everybody is complaining. Everybody is complaining. Hey, you're blocking road. Can you imagine? And even people who have to go to work can't go. That's the location. Another location too. They say, oh, can we put some money to that? Let's do our own. Let's be, let's go and, let's go and uh, hire security for our. That's another location. And every, all the locations are in Ghana here. All of them, Egypt, and Goshen. One has light, one has darkness. I don't know where you want to stay, but look, do everything possible to always secure your feet on fruitful fields. If you want your destiny to progress, do everything possible to secure your feet on fruitful fields. Are you with me here? Yeah. There are some places. Oh, congratulations. Congratulations. Oh, we couldn't go to the market to get you anything. Can you get this envelope? 10,000. But other locations, you are. Hey, now what are you doing? I said, I said, I said, I said, I said, I said, I drink You understand tree? Okay, I'm saying God will bless you. Uh-huh. Hallelujah. The placement of your feet. Do everything possible to always put your feet on fruitful grounds. That is how you progress in destiny. There are certain places you must be swift to lift your life. Amen. Jacob told his children, don't bury me here. There is a land that has been allotted for us. They understood locations. May God bring you to a fruitful place. May the Lord bring you to a fruitful place. May the Lord bring you to a fruitful place. In ending, decisions are not only decisions. Decisions must be quality. And quality decisions are based on knowledge. Quality decisions are knowledge-based. They are what? Knowledge-based. says they know not, neither do they understand. They walk on in darkness. And all the foundations of the earth are out of course. They know not. Don't just take decisions. Take decisions out of knowledge. Critical decisions that must be taken must be preceded by careful study. You don't just get up and marry. Read. Study about marriage. Read. Don't just watch telenovela. Alejandro. Pedro. Hallelujah. Some of us, when we are going to marry, all we know about marriage is Mikel. 
Are you with me here? Decisions should be knowledge-based. Read. Find good books and read. Speak to people. Ask questions. Are you with me? Oh, hallelujah. Quality decisions are what? Knowledge-based. You want to start a business, you just get up and you start. No reading, nothing. You won't read about how to sell. You won't read about how to market. You won't read about anything. You just start. And we'll be praying, 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 praying. God, I want customers. God, hallelujah. God, has, God is not a marketing manager for anybody's company. Hallelujah. Now, these are things that Christians do. And they end up failing in life. Knowledge, read. Do what? Read. Decide to read. Decide to study. Don't just get up and take decisions. So, I want to travel. Okay. You don't even know where they apply for the visa. You don't even know the economy you are entering. You don't even know what businesses thrive, what services are there. You don't even know. You, you just want to travel. You, you, when, I, when I get there, I will figure it out. So, some people will travel. After two months, we will call them. Tell them, what's happening? Oh, Baba, we are still trying to find our feet. You could have found your feet from day one if you had done enough research. You can come some people after six months. They've traveled. So how far? Oh, well, I'm still trying to. There are people, they are still trying. They are now suspended. They are now trying to look for where they will put their feet. And some can roam from city to city trying to know what to do and where to do. I have a friend who traveled to the U.S. Went there for six months and came back complaining that he can't fit in the place. I said, you are lying. You, are lying. you went unprepared. You are in a hurry. Are you with me here? Everything that you do, Every decision you make should be knowledge based. Should be what? Knowledge based. Number two, it should be purpose driven. Purpose driven. Purpose driven. You don't just take decisions anyhow. Your decisions should feed a certain purpose. Your decisions should be able to bring you into the fullness of the purpose of your life. And number three, decisions should be guided by principle. Don't make, listen, can, you, can I tell you something? Don't make decisions based on emotions. Emotions will disappear very soon and they will leave you with the results of your decisions staring you in the face. Decisions should be principle guided. Guided by principle. Not by emotion. Not by, you know, the mood. You know, some people, their mood. Their mood can make them make decisions. Maybe you like flowers. One, one guy brought you flowers. That day you fell in love. After three days, hey, and then am I? <laughs> and now you don't know how to say it. You don't want to break the guy's heart. So you, you are now managing, hoping that one day the guy himself will say, let's break up. That day the way you will jump, and the guy too will never break up. Hallelujah. Are you with me here? Eh? Principles. Don't let sentiments push you into decisions. Don't let emotions, don't let mood, mood. You know, there are some of the ladies' mood, certain moods get them. Oh, you see what? Mood swing. Uh -huh. So they'll be swinging. <laughs> mood. <laughs> Moods. Hallelujah. Yeah. Mood. I remember one time uh, I was solving a certain problem and then. The lady was narrating how everything happened. 
So a guy, the long and short that the guy went to, it was supposed to be a date. So she's supposed to go, and then she would come back home. But then, unfortunately, when she went, she didn't come back home. I just said, but why didn't you come back? I said, oh. But when we went, the things he did, I felt if I go back home, I'm not being fair. I said, okay, <laughs> Madam Giver. <laughs> Mood. Hallelujah. Don't let these things move you into decisions. Don't let money move you into decisions. Some people have made friends because money came. Money exchanged hands. Are you with me here? Yeah. Don't say, oh, this guy is rich. So he's the kind I want to work with. Very soon you will be a thief. Very soon you will be a womanizer. Money does not or should not push you into decisions. Are you with me? Benefits should not push you into decisions. Benefits. Some people, because of, when they are making, they will look at what is in it for me, the way the benefits are. Okay, I think this one, it brings enough benefits. Decisions should be purpose-driven. It should be what? Purpose-driven. If we do this, managing relationships by wisdom and learning the impacts and the effects of our decisions. I'm telling you, as I told you, you will come to that point where you know you cannot fail. You know, because you know that the decisions you take, no matter what, they are bringing you into a certain place. Are you with me? The decisions you take, the quality of those decisions will never leave you in the middle of this life. Somebody's on his way to the top. I said you're on your way to the top. Hallelujah. Let's jump onto our field. Decisions and relationships. Decisions. One of the prayers you must consistently pray, especially every morning, before you go outside, God, grant me connection to the right people. God, grant me connections to the right people. Relationships that brings direction. Relationships that bring speed, relationships that increase my capacity, relationships that increase my capacity. Is somebody here with me? I hope you've been blessed by this message. For more information, visit our website at www.glorylifecity.church and connect with us on social media at Glory Life City Church. Contact us on 266 or 54 984 6235